0: Mike, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have seen that people obsess about the open and click rate of their email. Yes. Have you have you noticed that? Or is that just I've never noticed that. Really. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Blackline podcast. Mike,
1: Friday afternoon.
0: You know what? We need to do this on Wednesday so I can say, hey, Mike, hey, Mike, you know what day it is? Do you know what day it is? Mike, 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 Mike.
1: <laughs> it's up day.
0: Up day!
1: Uh, but it's Friday, so there we go. We're probably, both a little bit, we're probably both a little bit, you know, mentally tired. And...
0: Friday, and it's 4 o'clock, actually. And, yeah. and when I finish this podcast, I'm jumping in the car, and I'm going to see Billy Joel tonight. Oh, nice. Where he you know, playing at, 70, uh, at, uh, can't oh really he's 70 years old wow he can't move for shit Still rocking out he can't move for shit he's yeah i think i think he said both hips replaced um yeah i i have a client who um or had a client i haven't worked with her in a while but her brother is the uh, keyboardist for billy joel really yeah, so she, she I, I met him, I actually um, got to have drinks with the band after, uh, he, when, when Billy Joel was at Nationals Park with Elton John. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah it was pretty fun. Um, Billy Joel wasn't there, it was just the band. Right,
1: right, right, but still.
0: And, and they all made fun of Elton John, that was the really cool part. Yeah. And, uh, but they, they call, they call uh, my ex-clients, brother, they call him the, pianos, the piano man's piano man. So Mike, you want to sing us a song? You're the piano man? <laughs> some, some Trust time. me, you
1: do not want me singing.
0: We're all in the mood for a melody. Yeah. You know, feeling all right.
1: You want me to serenade you on a Friday at four o'clock when you're about to go to Billy Joel.
0: Captain Jack will get you high tonight. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna play. That would be awesome if you played Captain Jack. Oh, that'd be
1: That's really cool that you're going though, man. I'm jealous.
0: That'd be amazing. Um let's just talk about rock and roll bands today. That'd be Yeah, it sounds good. That'd be a good podcast. So, um, talk about ACDC, we can, Metallica. You want to know what's gotten my craw in the world of demand generation, digital marketing, inbound marketing? What are we supposed to call what we do anymore? Is it inbound conversational account based digital marketing?
1: That covers most of the words, but you forgot about AI. But well, we did that.
0: We did that last time.
1: No, 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 no. I know. I, I know that. But it's it, we're doing AI-based inbound conversation. We're a IBM we're a, we're an
0: embedded platform analytics deep machine natural language processing account-based conversational digital inbound inbound. What?
1: And outbound,
0: all bound, baby.
1: Yeah, all bound.
0: It's not about inbound.
1: It's, it's it's all based off of like you said, middle out compression. That's that's the secret
0: sauce. There you go. I'm just trying to get my Western score up. Yeah, October last season of Silicon Valley. <laughs> Already, right, you know, it's got my craw. What? I think the metrics that we use suck.
1: Uh, expand
0: I thought I thought you, you would just agree and we could say okay and that's it for this edition this, the...
1: this, you're ready to go man. this early huh
0: so yeah, yeah man it's Friday right who, who, yeah. who said we were going to do Friday whose idea was that oh that's right you wanted to go to the game yesterday yeah um oh I see you got I see, I see you got the uh, the, the bad oh, this is my yeah this
1: is my father's day yeah. okay
0: um so well i mean we 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 talked about vanity metrics um ad nauseum and so i'm I'm actually going past vanity metrics I, i i think that there's a there's a structural problem in in how we we measure and because of that i think in in so many ways What and how we're measuring is what's leading to a lot of the problems that when I thought I knew what I was going to talk about and all of a sudden I don't have words. Um, me need adding to,
1: to well,
0: wrong, wrong
1: wrong behaviors. I, I shouldn't even say wrong behaviors, but, um,
0: well, well. So I, 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 jokingly, I actually got got, it was, it was, I got a couple of emails that were interesting. Um, I put on Twitter and LinkedIn. I said, "Isn't it interesting that as chat bots are becoming more commonplace, companies are getting less conversational?" And you know, conversational is the battle cry of online chat. And and so we're beca- and we talked about this a little bit in the um, in, in, in our last podcast where, where we talked about the marketing AI conference and AI in general, which I'm actually not sure. Did we actually end up talking about AI in, in our last podcast? Sorry. <laughs> the we're we're becoming less human. Marketers are becoming less human. You know I'm you know I think it's not feeding my my thoughts on um, on metrics and how we measure, which which I'll get to in a minute. But I'm listening to um, a book called Creativity by Ed Catmull, who's the uh, president of Pixar. And I guess he's the president of, of Disney Animation. And he's, it's basically the story of, of, um, of, of Pixar and, and kind of their management philosophy. It's such a really good book, by the way, really good.
1: Interesting. Um, I'll, uh, I will have to check that out.
0: And what, you know, one of the things that I've always loved about Pixar when I first started learning about them was... You know, the, the, the company started as a part of um, Lucasfilms. By the way, if George yeah, Lucas yep. had not divorced, Pixar wouldn't exist. So um, they, they were selling, um, you know, they, they were building a technology to do something and they, they, were, they, were, they were a technology company. And, and, you know, what they created and what they invented was, was legitimate computer-based animation. Up until then, animation was always hand drawn. Um, and the thing that I love about them is that for all of the technology and, and for all of the Hollywood, the, the core for them has always been be a great storyteller story above everything else. We tell great stories. Um, if the story's not great, It doesn't matter. And you would think if any industry would get that, like you would think that wouldn't be a big thing in the movie industry. You would think if any industry would get that story matters, it'd be the movie industry, right?
1: Yeah. And, and well, and marketers.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but, but I'm saying even, you know, I mean, what is a movie except story time, right? And yet, right. right. And, and yet how often do you go to a movie and you just go, the story here sucks. Right. And, and, you know, and in a lot of ways, as, as the technology and the CGI and all this other stuff has gotten better and better and better, the storytelling as a whole has gotten worse. And, and, I'm, and I'm convinced that the reason for that is because it can. Right. When the, when the graphics weren't that good, you had to tell a good story or there was nothing. Right. And, and so, you know, marketers, but I, I think that, you know, humans, I, I, I teach this all the time humans, we are story creatures. That's what we are. We are story-based creatures and, 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 and there's a human, I, I just saw, I now know why I'm getting all these bloody LinkedIn crappy messages. Spam-based
1: right? you know, messages. You know,
0: Hey, connect. And, and, and it's like, I, I was thinking before, is someone like, is there someone doing a seminar on how to prospect, on, on LinkedIn. Cause everyone's doing the, like, I'm getting all these yeah, that are exact said, same right. Right. Well, yep. you know, I, it tells you how old I am. I, I should have thought of it first. I didn't think of it until someone actually showed me something. They're like, Hey, you should check this out. It's really cool. It's basically a uh, LinkedIn automated sequences. It will, it will. So you set the day that you look, really, you set the day that you look at the profile, then, then you, like you sequence, look at profile, follow, send request. Like, I mean, so they're, they're automating the look at profile. Yeah. Right. So now, right. Now, of course I, see I have my profile anonymized. So if I visit somebody, like I don't want them to know that I was looking, I I think it's, it still cracks me up that, that that's a prospecting technique. Right. I want you to see that I was looking Um, and and I'm like, wow, we, we can't even actually look at their profile. Look at
1: the profile, right.
0: And I'm supposed to accept your connection request. Yeah, I, well,
1: I, I have been wondering that, like, with all of the spam that I'm getting, like, there has to be some type of sequencing tool that's allowing people to – I don't know, maybe, maybe there wasn't, but clearly you, you found and, the sequencing tool.
0: And – I don't know, wasn't that, wasn't like social media supposed to connect us more? Right. To make it more efficient, because you know, this takes a lot of time. You know, there used to be a day, like I used to know, the thing that I always knew about spammers was that spamming worked. Because if you go back 15 or 20 years ago, spammers were totally data-driven. And so they knew if they did enough,
1: Yeah, they they out a million. They would get like. But
0: now, it's like, hey, if I pay this fee, it'll automate everything, and so I don't even like it doesn't even have to work. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, so what does that have to do with 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 metrics? So I like I think all of this has come about in the. I I think the score is like at the end of the day. So we're story based creatures. You know what else we are. Or score-based creatures. So there's an old thing: um, measure what matters. Um, if you you know, you know, th- there's the idea of measure for performance. Like you know, if, you know, what you want done, measure it. Uh, I think when you measure, that is like the most structural thing you do and for those of you that haven't seen my presentation on this the, the you you have two camps that argue whether strategy or execution is most important is it the strategy or is it the execution that you know? are you great because you have great strategy or are you great because you have great execution and the reality is they're both wrong it's structure the structure drives the strategy the strategy drives the execution so it's structure strategy execution and and the metric is like the most structural thing that you do. It's what you measure. It's how you measure. And it's when you measure like in, in so many ways that that is the invisible hand that drives every behavior.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And, you know, I was, expl- I was talking to, to a client the other day and, and they were showing me, you know, this, the, the head of sales was showing me how they measure their pipeline. I'm like, well, well, that's why you're not getting any, that's why people aren't listening to you about this new initiative because all these things that they're supposed to do on the new initiative, a, they don't show up. And you know, what is it that, um, Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, what you are speaks so loudly. I can't hear what you say. Um, what, what you measure, what, when, and how you measure speaks so loudly. I can't hear what you said right yeah. and and so undercut ourselves like we say be customer centric and we measure how much business do you, did you close right and if you measure how much business you close then i'm going to be closing centric right i mean that's just you know yeah, right. and 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 you making that the metric you know that's the when the how and the what you you you've told me what what um what the priority is and so what what's happened is There's so much data, there's so much metric, it's so easy to measure. And, and humans from the beginning of time, at least from the beginning of when they could measure things, have always made the mistake of measuring what's easy in place of measuring what matters. And, yeah. and you know, this how and, and, often-
1: Right, and it, it, the other piece too, is from a measurement perspective, there's, there's all these micro measurements that are happening, which I think that's where a lot of people get into, get, get the wrong signal
0: or and why? Why are there all these micro measurements? Because it's easy,
1: right? Yeah. Right. And
0: and, and uh, you know, a lot of people forget every line is a curve. Um, there's a point of diminishing returns to everything. So if some measurement is good, more measurement must be better. That's not true, but that's what we're doing. And so, the way we measure our content, the way we measure our, um our websites, the way we measure our emails, the way we measure, like all of our efforts, we have gotten what you were just saying. We've gotten more and more microscopic. So we don't measure our website. Like when we said, let's take a look at your web analytics. And and, and there are some exceptions. So, in, but what we're really doing is we're we're just aggregating all of the individual pages. All
1: the individual components of this, right? So
0: we yep. view our website not as our website, but as thirty-seven seventy-eight seventeen hundred and fifty-two individual pages. Right and, and and that's why we're all traffic cores right yep. and and you know if we measure our emails by our by an individual email approach right when that's not how we work that's not that's not who we are that that's not what um, that's not what actually drives behavior, right? I, 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 I say it's, it's akin to if we were to define and analyze our bodies by the individual cells or our individual atoms. Um, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying individual pages don't matter or individual emails don't matter, but, I mean, Mike. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have seen that people obsess about the open and click rate of their email. Yes. Have you have you noticed that, or is that just I've never noticed that. Right. And
1: I've i I've, I've literally had some fairly sizable companies where I asked them like, "Tell me what email like, what's important to you when it comes to email." But, and they look at me dumbfounded, my open rate and my click rate, I'm like, oh.
0: but But let's also look at, so let's just say for a second that open rate and click rate matter. Mm-hmm. The open rate and click rate of a single email tells a bunch of lies. Like, we forget that there's a that there's a customer on the other end, and that customer is a human, nope. and that customer has a life, and and that customer isn't managing one journey; they're managing a hundred journeys,
1: um, if not more.
0: And why? Like I. Why would I open every email from somebody? I get, I subscribe to HubSpot's daily blog. Get really busy one time. All of a sudden I got an email from them that said, for your convenience, I love being able to pick on HubSpot because everyone knows I love them. I think they do a great job. But for your convenience, we are moving your, your subscription from a, from a daily to a weekly. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want weekly. I want daily, Right. I I actually literally replied to the email said, please don't do that. And I actually, you know, luckily I know enough people that I also, you know, it's like, Hey, you know, I've, I've been a little bit crazy busy late lately. And, um, so I haven't opened your emails, but you know, and I, I mean, I, I understand we talk about, you know, we talk about gray mail and that delivery rate, et cetera. Um, you know, and someone goes, Oh, that's why we send out the email. We haven't heard from you in a while. Would you like, and I'm like, um, so you just sent me another email. <laughs> so, so, but, but like here, so here's the question, like, now, and it, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna smile here because I know you do this, but, but think for a second about all these email delivery companies, HubSpot, MailChimp, Marketo. Think about the analytics that we get from, from that today. Like it's, it's insane what we I I mean yeah. hell, HubSpot. In the last eighteen months, what you get on your email performance page for each individual email is insane. You know, in some ways, I think it's too much because when you're measuring that much, like, what do you look at? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, um, right, right, right. But you know what? I don't really care. Care might be the wrong word, but I don't think the that the important question is. So, so let, let, let's say that I'm marketing to a, a high target group for whatever reason. Um, and we've got an ongoing email program. I want to know how many people, like, for, so for me, a month is kind of an important time frame, Right. And, and maybe because that's easy but I tend to think in 30, 90 and one year increments, that's kind of where, where we are. Um, And if we're testing, testing something, I might go to a week, but but that's only if we're doing something that's much higher velocity than normal. Um, So I don't care. Well, I don't think that the the, the operative question is how many people open my email. I think how many people open an email this month?
1: Unique people that, did something in your
0: email. So let's say I've got a thousand people in my high target group. And, and we're, let's just say we're sending a weekly email to them. Right. We measure our open rate. Like, so, so if someone asked me, how did your emails perform in June? I would go to my handy dandy email tool. I would put email performance for June. It would say you sent this many emails, you had this many opens, and and but what that would be is the average of uh, the, um, my four emails.
1: The emails, right? Yep.
0: Right. That's yep. how we would do it. Right. But. But that's not the right answer. Agree. Right. the The answer is, and like I, I um. And and you know your 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 product helped me see this. So, and this is actually really interesting. Uh, now that I'm now that I'm saying this, um, so our email open rates have gone from mid thirties to to actually mid to upper twenties, which is a material decline. Yeah. Except that, you know what hasn't moved that much? The percentage of people that are in that email group that opened at least one email in the month. We still are at about 60%. I think that's what we saw, right? About 60% yeah, are opening and like 35, 40% are taking some action. It's like, oh, wait. Like that—that that is far more operative. We, we should be looking... At, at, at just the high-end email piece from the standpoint of, of what's the totality of the program. Um, I, and I know it's begun to change my thinking. The, the problem is I don't, it's hard to get the right signal, but I think one of the reasons that, that we started getting some degradation of performance is because we started, you know, as we were looking at individual emails, individual emails, individual emails, we're We're beginning to write more and more and creating emails more and more on this idea of the individual email right and then and then what we also have is um, like the journey of my customer is probably a multi year consideration
1: Yep <clears throat>
0: um, and and in that. Consideration—they're going to go through loops, and that's the that's the operative piece. What, like we we we're we're breaking everything down. We're doing two things wrong, I think. We're breaking everything down by its individual component,
1: micro measurement.
0: Um, You know, same thing on website, page, 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 page. Um, And and, and so we're looking at the world through the lens of our email, through the lens of our webpages. But you know what we're not looking at the world through? The lens of the person we're trying to communicate with. Right. I can get every analytic I want plus a couple thousand that I don't want. Right. Um, about a, about a web page. But I can't get a clear, clean read on on that by my customer i can maybe see how many emails have been sent to them in history okay, how many right. and how many open
1: them, how many, yeah. many clicks right and but how but many I web pages they've visited etc
0: like like so you know what would be a really interesting powerful signal and actually, I know that, that, that there are larger, larger companies that have this. This is where their where BI tools really bring something about. Have, have you ever noticed when you're thinking about something really important, something that really matters, you don't make the, the decision the first time? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you, you kind of, you, you, you think yeah, about you, it. You, 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 right. You think about it and then it's like, no. And it doesn't get over. There's too much yeah. fear.
1: Right, right. right. Yep
0: and then something else takes over your thinking and so then you stop thinking about it and then it pops back up and it, right and and you got some people who who do it after two round trips you got some people who do it after 17 round trips right yep. that's the signal that matters yeah right where where are they what level of engagement do they have where are they engaging and and the way i mean i mean we get a lot of we get a lot of qualitative data in that like so i can look at a timeline and i can see all these different things but i can't so so i get a vertical look but i don't get a horizontal look yeah and then we wonder why are our marketers not being customer centric? Why are we losing our humanity? Why are we um, product, product, product? Why are we the people who are out there being marketing gurus saying it's got to be about the person, not the product? Always talking about the product. Ever notice that?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, the, the, the irony there.
0: And. And, 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 and so we need to be able to see the horizontal and the vertical. We, we, so, okay. So what can people do with that? I just said here, we've got a problem and guess what? There's, there's no solution. I, I think we have to change our thinking right now. I know like your um, and I don't mean to make this a commercial for you, but but your, you know, with, with with your tool, we're able to get that read at, at least a little bit that that lays out, um. You know that that, that lays out the, the the picture, and and so somebody who's doing email, like why, why should somebody do email? What's the reason for email, in a in a B two B complex sale?
1: It's a communication channel. It,
0: it, it, it's it's. To, to, I think email in the
1: B2C space, that's, that's a sales tool in the, um, in the B2B space, it's, it's for engagement, keep people engaged in your brand.
0: Well, well, Uh, so I think it's unfair that you said B2B versus B2C, because I want B2B complex. I I think, I think it's high consideration, low consideration, right? Yeah. And, And we tend to associate B2C with low consideration, but, um. If you're a real estate yeah, right, No 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 financial no, no, advisor, no, no, if you're, fair, codger, right, if you're yeah, right, very fair. Yep. Yeah. Um it's engagement. Yeah. Right. But So so we're hiring it for engagement. But we never define what engagement is. we never define what do we consider an engaged person. Right.
1: Correct. Yep.
0: Um, and, and, you know, th- this, is where we get into the, you know, when we had DG on, uh, Dick Gerrard on who talked about, you know, you know, it doesn't scale. And, and, and I, I know you like that, that line of thinking and I, and I like that line of thinking too, but I, but there, like we make this statement that you can't measure it. And I don't think that that's true. I think what's true is you can't measure it easily. And that, that but,
1: is, that is the, the spot on. That's the problem. You can't do it easily.
0: Well, and you, you, you know what? You know what the hardest part of being able to measure it is?
1: The thought process behind it, I, I mean,
0: the Defining what it is.
1: Right. right.
0: Um, now, you then run into other issues that can get into, well, can I actually get the data to be able to measure it? But here, here's what I find. We, we regularly find that what we want to measure, we can't. But if we've given enough thought to, to what is the outcome, then, then we're able to measure substitutes. Right? We're, we're able to get, we're able to figure out something that, that has at least a high correlation to what it is that we're trying to measure. Um, and, and, and by the way, it's very, very, very rarely is it a, a metric. It is a, it is the relationship of a metric. So it could be an XY, it could be an XYZ, it could be additive, right? So like, if you can't keep score. then then you're going to be dominated by opinions. But there's a lot of ways that you can go about keeping score. And I think that one of the big problems that we have is that we are in love with, I heard someone use the term manager scoreboard or player scoreboard. And the problem is we love manager scoreboards. Manager scoreboards are Here's your seven metrics, right? Um, I was talking to somebody about account management. And I remember what it was. So so somebody asked on, um, on the agency partner channel if they could recommend a good tool for tracking hours because they didn't like the tool that they had. And I tracked hours once. I think it went about five weeks before we stopped. And there were two reasons for it. I I started tracking hours because someone convinced me that if I didn't know the hours that we were working on somebody, I didn't really know know, were were we really being profitable or not. And I was talking to somebody and you know what they said? I was explaining that to them. And you know what they said to me? They said, at the end of the month, do you have more money in your business account or less money in your business account than you did before? If you have more, you're profitable. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it could be getting lost in, and he said, Doug, you have 11 people. If you have a thousand people, then yeah, you could be losing, like, okay, so maybe this month you lost some money on that person, but you probably made money on them in a different month, right? you're gonna know if you're losing money because you're gonna be you're gonna have cash flow problems and
1: you'll
0: have no capacity. Like I've worked with clients yeah. that have had cash flow problems and they are busting their ass. And I'm like, hey guys, you can't you're gonna to have to get money, like you're gonna to have to invest money. Um now I've had other times where, and I my, myself included, where you have cash flow problems, but you have a lot of capacity. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, well. Okay, you're not making money, but that's not a that's not a tracking hours thing. But here's the real reason that I it, this is why I was against tracking hours to begin with, and it's and it's what what why we don't track hours. We tell people all the time, don't don't value me on the hour, right? Like that's the trend in agencies and other places as well. You know, we used to, all this work used to be done for an hourly rate, and then we said, well, well, the hour is not the unit of value, right?
1: Yeah. Right. No, no, no. Right. And you're also creating some of that unwanted behavior internally by tracking hours.
0: Don't value me for the hour. Yeah. So I, so I decided to, so, so I, for whatever reason, I guess I was in one of those moods and I um, comment it for what it's worth. We actually made the decision not to track hours because we keep telling our employees that it's not about our, you know, that, that, that clients need to understand it's not about ours. And if we're asking clients not to measure us or to determine what's the value we're providing by the hours that we work, and I'm telling you you got to track hours, well, guess what? <clears throat> what I'm measuring tells you it's important. Your people are going to think hourly, right? And so someone asked me, "How do we track?" And I said, "Well, we use we use this modified points. Like we have, it's a little bit complicated." Um, but but the complications in the back end, and and so I, I used to do things like okay well well I want a um, I want an account manager to manage this much revenue, and um, and they need to be you know they need to have this many hours of productivity, and they need to have this many points, and they need to have um, and their clients have to love them, and they have to have retention, and they have to be a good team player, and they can't make mistakes and. Right.
1: And so I'd have these, that's all you, that's all you (laughs) want.
0: And then I'd have this dashboard of 17 different metrics. And then I'd have everyone looking at 17 different metrics. And then I realized, I said, well, wait a second. You know, my account managers are not involved in pricing. They don't set prices. So I looked at that and I said, why am I holding them accountable to revenue? Yeah. Then I said, um, wait, if they produce this many points, and points have this value, and this value equals that, well, they're kind of the same thing.
1: Yeah. Well, Well, why
0: am I giving you two different metrics? Right? Someone came back, you know, on, on that string well we measure it for you know we, we we measure it for utilization rates i'm like huh utilization rates everyone's thinking i don't know what utilization rate is here's my question why do you care right so now we don't we don't we're, we're not 1.1 hour there's a lot of people who do cuz like i you know, we don't measure hours we we measure points Point oh, well, how do you, it's going to be how do you yeah. a point well a point's about an hour's work right oh, okay then then you're measuring hours right um so so here's my question so so but l- l- let's say a point is the equivalent to an hour's production value right and so i want to be 75% utilization 40 hour work week, 70% utilization. I want 30 hours. I want 30 points. So I produced 30 points for you. We got on, how did we get to, we got from individual emails to.
1: We're doing, we're doing
0: measurement. I got to, um, I got 30 points. Do you, why do you care if I do it in 15 hours? What if I do it in fifteen hours? Do I have to? So I have to do points, and I have to do thirty hours. Okay, I'll work slower. I, I realize I'm about to say. There might be some regulation issues. I'm making a point here. I'm, why do you care if it takes me forty-five hours?
1: yeah i i don't
0: right and and so what is like so so a, the difference between a player scorecard and a manager scorecard is a player scorecard has ideally one maybe three measurements right and and so and, and by the way, the more measurements that you call out for somebody, the more confusing it's going to be because they're going to be pulled in, in a lot of different directions. Yeah, they're,
1: they're, not, they're also not going to know whether or not they feel like they're contributing, doing a good job, et cetera, which is going to lead to further problems solving
0: Well, you know what's funny is, so, so if I give you seven metrics, I've got one group of people that will measure themselves by the three they're worst at, and I got another group of people who will measure themselves by the one they're best at.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is true.
0: Right. And, and then, and then we'll get mad as the manager. Cause like, what, why don't they understand? Um, and, 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 and so like it, it comes, it comes to management, actual management, but it also comes to the management of, of process. We're, we're, you know what? We're using metrics. For because we're lazy. Um, It's it's how we manage salespeople. The way the way people throw metrics at salespeople is basically, oh, so what you're saying is you don't want to manage them. Now, when I say you don't want to manage them, like if you have to manage somebody, then you're probably you probably have the wrong person. They're either very new, right, or
1: they're the wrong person,
0: or or they're the wrong person, right? Yeah, but but everybody needs to be managed, right? And so what we do is we throw these numbers out and we say, well, I'm, I'm managed by the numbers. I mean, I used to like, I used to, and, and like, that's, that's a fucking cop-out, right? Now, that doesn't mean that measurements, like, like a set number of metrics are important and, and we should know, we should know what winning is that that player scoreboard should, should be really clear. But when we give you seven metrics, what we're trying to do is is account for every attribute, so that we don't have to manage you. So, so that we don't. So that it's not us. It's you, right? right? Right. And and the same thing is with our email program, and the same thing is with our um, with our sales program, et cetera. As as opposed to, like, what's the? Everybody talks about Moneyball. You know this because we've talked about Moneyball. Yeah. But everybody talks about Moneyball, right? Oh, we play Moneyball here. Except nobody knows what the hell Moneyball is. Moneyball was all about solving for runs. That's what it was, right? It wasn't about on-base percentage. It wasn't about OPS. It wasn't about any – those became the the downstream – implication Byproduct
1: of it right implications.
0: but it right. was about it was about right. what it you know solve for runs if you don't figure out what is that key thing that you're moving and, and by the way this i mean this is the downside of Moneyball. we can score a whole lot of runs and lose we can score not a lot of runs and win um we also solve for runs over 162 game season which is why the a's do well in the regular season and tend to do poorly in the because because they're not you know, in, in so many ways they're not the same game. Um and and so like it's hard to 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 narrow that focus and go what what's the ultimate but that's where we need to move our thinking. Right? We need to start solving for the whole. And you know it we're we're in for a crash because I mean, we 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 are so following the 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 path of manufacturing in the 1980s and and i mean at at marketing ai conference the conversation was about efficiency 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 everyone's talking about efficiency right and if you look in the 1980s it was all about make the machine run run machine run because if you know hey we we're paying for that machine the incremental cost is so low that any downtime for that machine is just waste. Yeah. So we produced and we produced and we produced and we didn't understand constraints and we didn't understand throughput, right? And, and throughput was an asset used. Like when's the last time, I know it happens from time to time still, but when's the last time you heard somebody, you heard about a, a public company that had to write down a significant amount of money be, because of inventory? It used to happen every month multiple times. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Because we were producing things and hey, we got throughput up because we produced more and, and it's all in a warehouse somewhere. I mean, and I mean, now we're selling. We're selling, shit. Money. We're selling and, and someone says, Hey, we've just you know we 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 created a breakthrough. We we can now um, produce this to a higher resistance. And and the answer was okay, great we'll get to work on that in three years because we're sitting on a year and a half of inventory. Right. And that's what efficiency did. And, 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 and so we've got to, you know, I, I'll tell you, even if you can't measure it, if you, if you focus more on the whole, If you think about your emails, not as individual emails, but as, you know, what's the engagement over the one month, you know, 30, 60, 90 days. Um, And and maybe for some of you it's 7, 14, 30, 60, 90, right? Whatever, Whatever the operative period is. But when you start looking at it through that window, when you start looking for ways to get the signal on, on a customer-centric, if you're not making any attempt to, to score customer-centric activity, and I don't mean lead scoring because lead scoring is not really customer-centric activity um, from in, in the way most people use it, um, then then we're getting sucked further and further into um, our own vortex, and we don't even realize it. And that's why we're less conversational, right? Because, because conversational actually doesn't show really well on, on metrics that are supposed to be efficiency driven. You know it, right? Remember you, 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 you. how many people that you work with have an email list that's 50% of it's dead?
1: Uh, a lot.
0: And what do they say when you say, Hey, you should just stop emailing those 50%. No way I could
1: do that. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, and so what we're doing, and, and so, and by the way, what you ask for, you will get, right? The only way you make up for that is by volume. And the technology companies are out there and they are giving you more volume. And, and it goes back to my LinkedIn conversation. We, the, I, I don't think I finished the thought, but the, the, the process of identifying and, and, and getting started and, and and of the people that you try to connect with, there's such a small percentage. Well, no shit because you're lying. Yes,
1: right.
0: Do you know how many emails I've gotten about guest, guest posts? Oh, it's, hey, it's, hey, it's, it's getting right. It, it's, I've been a fan crazy. of Imagine business development. It's like, um, and and I you know I don't like to make fun of stupid stuff because it's easy to make fun of stupid stuff. The problem is is that we're we're letting we're we're measuring the wrong things, and it's causing us to be less human. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, Micraw. What do you think about that?
1: Say that's. Uh, A challenge for me every single day a lot of wrong measurement going on and like i I think you you nailed it when you said measuring the right thing is hard any measurement that is truly worth anything is hard
0: yeah and you know if you're measuring what everyone else is measuring you're probably not measuring the right thing because yep um I think what you really have to do, like I don't want to leave people without an actionable piece on this. I think you got to look at every tactic that you have. First off, I think most, the vast majority of companies would be better off if they cut the number of things they were doing in half. Yep. And do, what, and do what's left better. Like if you cut the number of things you're doing in half, you, you, you'd be able to be human. And, and by the way, I think we said this on the last podcast, if you're not going to be human, then just go ahead and give it up to Amazon. Um, yeah. But cut
1: what you do. We used to make the comment when I was at EMC uh, and say, if we fired 50% of the sales force, we could probably drive 25 to 30% more revenue in the company. You
0: know, it's funny. I, so you, cut it in the, half. The, the greatest sales culture I ever worked in I, I got hired, I'm interviewing with different people just to, you know, and the person said, you need to understand that we are a top performance culture. And what that means is we feed our bottom producers to our top producers. I'm like, I think I was like 24 years old or something. When the, I'm like, huh, what, what do you mean? He's like, the reason that our, the, the reason that our bottom producers are here is so that they can do enough so that when we fire them, we give what they've worked on to our top producers and our top producers feel rewarded because they got something that they didn't have to work so hard for. And because they're top producers, they work harder so they can get more of that. And so if you're a bottom producer, you need to understand that A, the way we compensate, if you're in the top 25%, you're getting overcompensated. If you're in the bottom 50%, you're getting undercompensated. Yeah. Right. So, so like, if you're doing twice what I'm doing, you're getting paid much more than twice what I'm getting paid. I am subsidizing your check. By the way, the average producers, that's really because the bottom producers got fired. The average producers got underpaid for their economic value so that they could pay. So that they could pay the top producers, the top producers yep. because their top producers actually produce three to eight times the economic value. It's exactly, it's exactly right. Um, I, I said in my presentation um, at Marketing AI, the human superpower is focus, right? And, and the more things that you pay attention to, the less focus you have. And so, you know, if you just cut the number of things you were paying attention to, you would suck less at everything that you pay attention to. Right. <laughs> you wouldn't even have to do anything different. You would just automatically be better. Immediately be better. Right. You're right. And, and so, you know, you, you, you do that. And, and the way you do that is you say, look, if I can't clearly articulate what is the outcome of this, why are we doing this? And, and, and where does it matter? Then stop doing it mm-hmm. and find something else to do or, or, or take the time and do something that does matter. Um, Cause I promise you, it's the fewer things. Think, think more holistically change that mindset you'll find the measurements from there um and and you know pay attention to what matters all right i think that'll do it i think it's time for me to go to the billy Joel concert
1: yeah it sounds fun uh well your wiseman score just went up a little bit during this uh during this uh talk
0: <laughs> all right until next time